You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Teen Mom. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Teen Mom news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for Teen Mom. Hello, everyone. Mari Fagel here in New York, and I have my lovely co-host, Isabel, holding down the fort in Los Hi. Angeles. How are you, Isabel? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. We've lost our crew of Ed tonight, <laughs> and you and I tend to agree more than Ed and I do, so um, we'll see where we stand on the whole Leah Corey debacle, and uh, and hopefully you'll agree with me on Chelsea. You know right. how I feel about I that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. And um, we may have some guests calling or some co-hosts calling in as well, but let's get started. Uh, in general, I thought last week's episode was pretty dramatic. This week, it was, like, dramatic, but I feel like more toned down, I guess. I mean, the physical fight that Janelle got into with her roommate was just so insane. But it, but Janelle is, like, a roller coaster every single week. But I guess a roller coaster of just down, 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 and more down. <laughs> I, I, that's honestly how I feel about her. She's a train wreck to watch. And it's getting so difficult to watch her with Kiefer that, like, the only comfort I have watching her with him is knowing that she's not dating him right now, but apparently she's dating someone equally as bad as Kiefer. Right. Um, I don't know. What What did you think about the court appearance and what happened to Kiefer? What happened to her, her reaction to that? What you do know, you think about that? There's just so many times this girl has been arrested that I can't keep track of all the times, but I thought it really, you know, when she comes down, she's extremely upset because Kiefer didn't get any time. He got off the entire thing. She, and he actually, you know, at some point you see him, the friend says, don't say anything to her. Don't throw it to her in her face because she's going to get upset. And what's the first thing he does? Yeah. It's the first thing he does. And we obviously know, Janelle, I was so worried for Kiefer. I was thinking she's going to get in the car and she's going to sock him in the face or or leave him there. You know, what we expect from her. And he's just the only words I kept writing in my notes whenever Kiefer appeared on camera. This episode was pathetic. Right. It's pathetic that he needs a ride to court, and even though they're fighting, she needs to pick him up. It's pathetic that he walks out of the courtroom and says, my lawyer is a monster, my lawyer is a monster. Like, just the whole thing, and he's, like, sitting there gloating. The whole thing, he's just a pathetic character. Just, he is a, a scumbag in the true sense of the word, and he's almost worse than Adam, because, like, at least with Adam, you kind of know he's going to be a dick. 
and you know what you get with him. And Kiefer, like, has these moments where he, like, tries to be nice. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll stop smoking for you, and I love you so much. And almost it's the two-faced thing that I think is almost worse. It's like I'd rather him be a dick all the time than, like, just be such a pathetic scumbag, but then, like, be nice to her and keep, you know, pulling her back in. You know what I mean? Right. And, but how funny was it that her, what she's worried about the entire time is, I'm not going to be able to smoke. You can, you know, roll a blunt if you want. Right. That was all she was concerned about. That was the the only reason why she was upset. <laughs> The the reason why, and we'll talk about this in predictions, I think the probation was such a good idea, though I don't know how much this helped, but was the fact that it got her into rehab. Because she does genuinely seem like she has an addiction to pot. And right. it is it is like funny that she's like, oh, I, I can't smoke. But I think the reason why she's so upset about it, and she said it, she said, I am so anxiety-ridden that the only thing that calms me down is pot. I'm not saying that's right, but I'm saying that I understand it's not right. It is not right. But well, I, I can understand how maybe her life is so hectic with her mom and Kiefer and everything that, like, sometimes she turns to that as a way to calm herself down because she doesn't know how to calm herself down otherwise. And now that's something that she, like, 100% can't do. It's, it's like she has to cut it cold turkey, quit it cold turkey. It's not like she can slowly, like, get off of it. It's like a cold turkey thing or else you're going to jail. And um, I know that... It, she she did fail drug tests, um, it turned out, uh, this summer. Um, but I, I can't understand why that is what she would be so upset about. And the fact that she basically have to cut out hanging out with friends who are drinking and doing drugs. So I don't know how much they, like, can follow you on that. Like, as long as you're not doing it, I don't know how right. much they can follow you but not hang out with your friends. So I'm right. sure it is difficult to hang around people who are drinking and smoking and not do it yourself. But I, I don't know if you were aware of this, but a few months ago we we did find out on well on our gossip we did mention that she has been diagnosed with bipolar and she is now on meds. So when I was watching this, I was wondering. I'm sure this is still when she hadn't been by, diagnosed, so I could see why weed would be something that calms her down. Because at this time she still doesn't know she's bipolar. We all see it. We all know there was something wrong there. Um, so I think she was using pod to feel that, you know, what medication, I'm guessing what medication for people that are bipolar would do, calm her down and just relax her. Wait, you're saying that Janelle is bipolar? Yes. Because Amber's been diagnosed as bipolar. Yeah, but no. When did Janelle get diagnosed Janelle as bipolar? was uh, diagnosed. And actually, when we watched the episode... Um, trying to think i think it was the one with her hitting Kiefer or something i can't remember there was girls on t- twitter you know calling her out like you're just horrible you're awful and someone called her a psycho and she actually replied and said no sweetheart it's actually called bipolar and on gossip we found out that she's been in the hospitals for several things and one of them included you know enlarged nif- um i can't remember what it was but it was something um I can't remember, but aside from that, they also said she had been in the hospital because she finally has been diagnosed with being bipolar, and she's now on meds. So as I'm watching this, I'm 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 remembering. Okay, this makes sense. Why she's so 
addicted and attached to this thing. She probably hasn't been diagnosed and she's wondering why she's always up and down and weed is the only thing that keeps her calm and calms her down and gets her to a level that she understands. That's just eerie that both her and Amber, who have so many similarities in their life, losing custody constantly, being in jail, being abusive. It's interesting to me that they both have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So Janelle doesn't so much strike me as that. I don't know because I feel, I don't, I'm not a psychologist, I don't know, but I feel like bipolar disorder is characterized by like severe ups and downs. And you see that with Amber, like severe downs and severe ups. I feel like with Janelle, maybe it's because she's high all the time. It's just like a very steady, like I don't see her really that happy ever. It's just like a steady calm and then the crazy like physical fights. But but that's why. That. But that's why. Because I think with Amber, we would only see her get that way towards Gary. I've never saw her get that way with her parents or friends. With Aunt, with um, Janelle, I see it with her mom all the time, with Kiefer all the time, and then with her friends. She's always, I mean, she can be calm. Just, oh, it was the episode where um, Kiefer is texting a girl and she starts saying, let me see the phone. Let me see the phone. And then it goes from driving like a maniac. I mean, she can go from one minute to another. She can be happy. And the next minute she's screaming and beating him. I mean, she, and, and you know, Ed was saying before I even said gossip, um, you know, there's something wrong with her. I think there could be a disorder. And then I went ahead and said, well, guess what? She is bipolar. <laughs> Which mm. makes a lot of sense because I always see her go off not only with her mom and Kiefer, but with friends. And I think with Amber, I was so used to seeing her going off on Gary. Yeah, no, I I, I understand that. It's just eerie that those two girls have so many similarities in this life, in their lives, apparently have the same disorder. The only thing I, I will say about the Chanel segment on last night's episode mm-hmm. is at least for once, I could tolerate watching her mom, Barbara. Right? Because normally right. she's, like, so mean and she's so naggy. And I know that Ed doesn't agree with me on this a lot of times, but I just a lot of times feel like her mom is so crazy she drives Janelle to be crazy. But I thought this episode she was very, very calm, handled herself well. You know, Janelle moved back in and she just asked, oh, what happened? Like, I'm happy, you know, and she... Janelle thanks her for letting her back in, and she says, you're welcome. And then, like, she calmly talks to her about how she's going in for her court date and says good luck. And the whole time she was, you know, that's a lot of huge major drama that could have turned into a fight. You know, having to move back in and fighting with the roommate, having to go to court, you know, to find out that you're going to be on probation. And I thought the mom, for once, was nice to her and calm, obviously, in Janelle's time of need. I agree. That was actually one of my first notes um, when I was watching the show. I said, mom is being great. It is the first time that we actually see her calmly talking to her, not always screaming. And at some point you see Janelle gets, she starts getting a little annoyed and you see the mom say, Janelle, don't get annoyed. Uh, I'm just asking you a question. I'm trying to understand why you're back here. Yeah. So what did you think though of Kiefer? I mean, Okay, so his charge, his cocaine charge is still pending. So I don't know why they're, like, celebrating that he's, like, totally off because his charge is still pending, but Janelle was the one who got slapped with a year-long probation. What did you What did you think about that? Oh, I wasn't sure if it was still pending. I thought I heard him say, you know, um, Kiefer's um, charge for cocaine had been dropped because he wasn't at the house when it was found. 
his charges for breaking and entering and the and the drug paraphernalia were dropped. But okay. I, uh, from the notes I wrote down, yeah, his other charges were dropped. He still has pending cocaine charges. And, uh, but he's not get because they're pending. He's not getting probation for it. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like she said, it was totally unfair because we all know, I mean, we don't know much of Janelle before Kiefer except, you know, her not taking responsibility for Chase. But it feels like every time he's around her, it's always negativity. There's yeah. never anything good coming out of it. Even when she tries to bring him around Chase and her mom, it's always negativity. It's unfair because she definitely is in this situation. Because, because of, because of him. I mean, she would not have. He's homeless. She right. would not be drinking and entering if it weren't for him. She'd probably be doing drugs, yes. But if it weren't for them breaking into a home, she probably wouldn't have been caught in the first place. You know right. what I mean? And so right. it is kind of. Um, she is kind of the one to blame. Did you see her smoke a cigarette, too? I mean, he is the one to blame. I'm sorry. Did you see her smoke a cigarette, too? I thought there was a fight between them because she didn't want him smoking anymore. Smoking, well, smoking and drinking. I can drinking. understand why maybe she smoked a cigarette because now she knows she can't even smoke pot. So yeah. it's just like, <laughs> right. she needs something. You know what right. I mean? Right. But I don't know. We'll have to see what happens with it. I'm just glad to know that I'm happy to know that she's not currently with him. I just hope the guy that she's with now isn't going to get her into even more trouble. I do have some really interesting news and gossip on her, though. Hmm. Um, and I will say, and we'll talk about this in predictions, if at the very least what the probation caused her to do is go into rehab right. to really tackle her drug addiction, right. the pot, then something good came out of it. Right, right. So, okay, let's talk about... Jordan and Joe's meetup. It's like once again, one of the teen moms in season two or in Teen Mom Two is so closely mirroring one of the teen moms in Teen Mom One, and that's Kaylin and Macy. And they're very similar, just besides this whole boy triangle, in their personalities as well. Because I always say that Kaylin is the most mature of the bunch. So there were right. parts of last night's episode that I I don't think she was that mature. But in general, I always think Macy is the most mature, and I always mm -hmm. think Kaylin is the most mature, and Macy is sitting here dealing in a love triangle, and mm -hmm. Kaylin's sitting here in the love triangle, and it made me think of Macy when Kaylin was like, what did she say? She said something like, like, how does old boyfriend meet new boyfriend? And I wrote in big caps, she should talk to Macy and get some pointers. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I thought that Joe handled it very, very well. I right. thought he was really mature. I thought that Jordan was kind of rude. He, like, didn't talk at all in the very beginning, and he was being, Joe was being very nice, and he just, he was honest. He said, you know, I don't want any tension. There's no reason for tension. I just need to know that he's in good hands. And, you know, I thought that that was very mature. I thought that Jordan and Kaylin were handling it worse than Joe. It's not unreasonable for Joe to want to meet Jordan. They've been dating for a while. That's not unreasonable. No, I agree. I think in this episode, Joe surprised me very much. He was so mature about the whole thing. The way he approached her, the way he did it, he came to them. It wasn't like he had to meet somewhere. He drove to her house. I thought, I mean, Joe really did surprise me. And 
I mean, with Jordan, I can understand a little. It's already enough. It's already a lot that he signed up to be a stepdad to this kid. Um, I don't think he realizes how much of a huge part he plays in this kid's life until Joe makes it, you know, kind of like it's in your face now. I want to meet you because you're obviously my kid's stepdad at the moment. And I think it was just too much for him. He's probably looking at her like, girl, I don't even live with you. Why? Like, why do I have to meet him? And he... I just think it was it was too much for him to handle. And, you know, when Joe's on his way there, Caitlin's asking Jordan, what's wrong with you? Uh, why are you acting like it's such a big deal? He just wants to meet you. And it was just kind of, I took it like, it's too much, but you did sign up to be with this girl. You know she has a child. And at some point, if you did move in with her, I mean, I like that Joe wanted to meet him now, but I thought it would have been better if they lived together. Then I can really understand, okay, you know, they live together, the baby's waking up to him and going to bed with him. But I didn't think, I thought it was a little too soon. I don't think it was too soon. They've been dating for a while now just because they're not living together. I, I think that Joe has every reason to meet him. And if anything, Joe has reason to meet him just because otherwise it's so awkward. Like, Joe knows she's dating this guy. Like, Joe knows a lot about Jordan. Jordan knows a lot about Joe. Mm-hmm. Jordan probably hears a lot of bad things about Joe. Joe probably already has bad thoughts about Jordan just because of the way everything went down. Mm-hmm. It's better that they meet in person so you can at least, like, I don't know. I think it's better that they meet in person. And I just thought it was hilarious that uh, <laughs> Joe was like, you don't do crack. And he's like, no, nope, right. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Nothing. And Joe's like, well, you're better than me then. And that's funny because it's not funny. But Joe, you know, got busted, got busted for pot possession. Right. Um, right. So um, how tiny did he look next to Jordan? I mean, I didn't realize how much shorter Joe was. It was like I didn't realize how big Jordan was. I know. <laughs> it was like, are you kidding? <laughs> he looked huge next to him. I could not stop laughing. He made Joe look like a cartoon character. Yeah, I just want to quickly share this tweet just on Janelle because I think it actually is kind of interesting. Um, Patty Kay, uh, who's a big fan of the show, she wrote about Barbara and the reason why she was so nice. She said Barbara was nice because Janelle's back home now, and it's exactly like when an abusive husband welcomes his wife back, which is kind of strong words, but oh. I don't know. Maybe Barbara realized that she treated Janelle so bad that she drove her away. Maybe she should be nicer this time around. Mm. I don't know, because when Janelle had requested or mentioned I'm going to move out, Barbara was actually really cool about that. She thought it was a good idea. She thought it would help their relationship. So I think she actually was kind of relieved that Janelle was leaving for a while. Yeah. Well, at least she's nicer. That's all I can say about that. Going back to Kaylin, though, I was disappointed because normally she's so mature. And I just thought the whole thing about Joe's possible girlfriend, she handled so badly. First of all, when her friend told her about it, like, oh, I see on Twitter Joe's talking about a new girlfriend. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, she gets all up in arms, like, I hope he doesn't bring every little groupie around my son. And it's like, whoa, you're the one, you're allowed to date new guys, but he's not allowed to date new girls. And then even when she asked him about it, she was like, oh, you don't have new girlfriends? Just letting you know. I know what's going on. And when he's like, and she's like pressing him and pressing him. He's like, no, I'm not. I don't have a girlfriend per se. And she's like, whatever. I couldn't tell if it was immaturity or that, or almost like flirting. Did you pick up on that? It was almost like they were like 
some sexual tension, which we see this with Macy and Ryan, too, so I could understand it. Like, the second she knows that a new girl is in his life, all of a sudden, maybe she's, like, more attracted to him. Or it was something weird. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, and I think, I'm sure from, we'll talk about predictions, but we kind of see something. But I do think that, you know, it's been her all along with the new boyfriend and the serious relationship. And we haven't heard much about Joe, and I don't think she has either. I think they share that special bond between each other. And now it's becoming clear to her, oh, my God, he can easily move on. Just, you know, I don't think she's moved on completely. Jordan has made it easier for her. But, you know, she still has this great communication with Joe at the moment. So I think the minute another girl comes in, in the in the middle, it's when she's really gonna, it's really going to bother her. And we're going to see that Caitlyn that we haven't seen the entire show. I think she was a little jealous. Yeah. I do think she was a little jealous. I know. Yeah, it was jealousy for sure. And I just think. That's very unfair of her. It's like she is allowed to date this new guy, and and he's not allowed to have the same thing. And like, I don't know. I just I I didn't like seeing that side of her. Normally, she handles things so well, and I just thought that she didn't handle the whole news of his new girlfriend very well. And to say it like in front of Jordan, who's just sitting in the middle. I know, right? He's like sitting there, and she's making like blurry eyes with Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was the whole the whole situation there was awkward. You know, Jordan didn't say a single thing, uh, you know, unless Joe lead the way and was asking him questions. Um, But I was glad that the meeting happened at her house and Joe made it, you know, a point to drive to her. It's not like he had to meet them at his house. So that was also another sign of respect from coming from Joe. Well, we'll talk about it in predictions. I, I think that you picked up on more in the preview for next week than I did. Cause I couldn't really tell exactly what was going on, but I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Okay. But I also want to know your opinion on everything that's going down with Leah and Corey. And it's so interesting because I, I missed last week. I missed hosting last week's show that right. I saw it. But um, two weeks ago when I was hosting, I was like, when is this whole divorce between Leah and Corey going to happen? It's like... I see little signs here and there, but, like, I don't see this big major thing happening. Like, right. what is the, the the straw that broke the camel's back? I'm not seeing it. And now we know what it is. Yes. And now I understand it so much more. And I have to say I'm very surprised, only because I thought when everything went down that it would be more Leah's, Leah's fault, fault. Mm-hmm. than Corey's fault. Only because in the past she's the one who cheated on him. Originally, he's the one who, like, you know just seemed like the nicest guy and loved her so much and and she's the one who seemed to like marry him just because the kids and to kind of be over him and not that happy and that though he was happy and dopey and happy and whatever now i kind of think that it's more his fault i mean i don't i'm i'm kind of very surprised with him and i wonder what is going on with him and even leo is like i don't know what's going on with him because he is being oddly selfish, like he wants right. his trust and he doesn't want to move into the trailer. And then, you know, I don't know. He wasn't responsive at all. Like she's sitting there crying in her bed, and he doesn't like go to comfort her or right. anything. You know, right. I just thought his reaction to everything was so weird. And then when she comes home and tells him that her mom found a place, and he's like, and he and he starts cussing at her and saying, I'm tired of this shit. Um, you know what I mean? And right. and then he's basically the one to say, 
I'm not going with you. Right. Like, and, if and this he, doesn't work out, I want you to be in a trailer. I'm right. not going with you. So he was the one who initiated it. And yeah. I'm pretty shocked by that. Yeah, I think, you know, I called it out a few weeks ago. I said there is something going on with Corey. He's done with the relationship. And I don't think he knows how to end it. He doesn't know how to get out of it. This is the girl he wanted to marry. This is the woman he has, a, you know, twins with, kids with. He um, married her already. And I I, I mean, I, I could see that like, he was done. He was completely done. And I just think he needed a reason or a big excuse to finally say this is it. I don't know if you know, but I, I thought you had covered this about gossip between them and, you know, why they had divorced. As we know now, they have you know, officially divorced. And the rumors were he had actually cheated on Leah with some groupies on Facebook. So um, it makes sense now. It makes sense. I was waiting to see how, but it makes sense. It's like he's so frustrated with her because he's done. He has new groupies or new girls that he's talking to. He just wants out. He wants out. So he finally says, take the trailer. I want you to be somewhere comfortable with my children because this is it. We're done. But it's kind of like he's still well, fighting I, with himself. I do have news and gossip but in terms of um, rumors about her cheating. We'll get into that. Mm -hmm. Stormy Woods, um, our Southern Siren, she tweeted that Leah and Corey should never have gotten married. They barely knew each other, and they only did it because of the kids. And those twin girls need happy and healthy parents. If they can't be that way together, then they need to part ways. Which I agree with that, because right. I think what Leah was so consumed by this whole episode was her girls, and she doesn't want her girls to be hurt. And I think that she was so focused on forcing a relationship with Corey and thinking mm -hmm. that was better that for the girls than, like... And she's like, I don't care about my happiness, I care about my girls' happiness, but I don't think she understands that in order to be a good mother, she needs to be happy herself, and, you know, it's probably better for her children's happiness that they be apart than that they be together and that, you know, she stopped trying so much because she's like, I don't know, like, if I should give up on this or if it's worth working on, if it's worth trying. I just want to know if he loves me. Yeah. And, and I was just very surprised the way it all came down. I really, really thought that it would be the other way around. But, I thought that yeah. she would be the one to give up. She would be the one to say, like, I don't love you. I don't want to keep trying. And I thought he would be the one, like, sitting there all sad and walked over. I, I'm just surprised. Maybe it's because he was cheating. Yeah. I don't... I think or maybe was, he just never got over the fact that, right, she, that cheated. she cheated. He just never did and never will and right. always holds it against her. Right. I mean, I would have been surprised last season, but this season, I keep saying, it's like he's not there, you know? And, and you hear him say, right, I do so much, but you're saying it in my face that I don't do shit. Which she goes, I feel that way sometimes because honestly... We see her working, you know, at some point full time, then part time, and then dealing with the girls while he's working the entire time. He not being able to take any days off saying, oh, I can, which I think that's BS. If you really wanted to, you could. And he always let her deal with it. And obviously she felt like, yeah, I'm doing everything, the emotional part, which is harder. I'd rather go outside and work and you go deal with, you know, the doctor's appointments and everything. But I this whole entire season, I thought he was done. I never saw him. Him, like the Corey that I've seen before that was so happy to have his family and in love with her. I didn't see that anymore. And you see, it was so sad to see the frustration in her face when she says, please tell me what you want. Because obviously he doesn't know. And she says, you're telling me you're not coming with me? And he sits there and says, I can't make that decision right now. Who says that? Somebody that loves you, who says that? This is your husband. And it was weird because he's like, 
tell her, like, you can go, you can go. And he almost leads Leah to believe, like, okay, I'm going to go with you. And then she tells her mom right. and gets off the phone. And then he clarifies, oh, well, I'm not going with you, but you can go. And it's like, well, wait a second. But Leah doesn't want to do that. Right. So he made the decision. By yeah. saying that, he's made a decision to give up. Yeah, I think that was just... Again, he's so, I think he's so, at this point, did not want to hurt Leah. Like, he knew he would be hurting by saying, I'm done. So it was an easy way out for him to say, okay, I'm going to get you what you want, but you and I are done. And it's to see her just break down, you know, and the babies are asleep. It, she must have felt so alone. Yeah. I will say throughout all of this, she's such a good mom. She really is such a good mom. And to twins and the medical problems and everything, mm -hmm. I just always end up feeling so bad for her. And I thought it was interesting that finally, I've never, she's had to have noticed this before, but she's never said it. And she basically said that every time she tries to talk to him, he just says, mm-hmm. Right. It's like, you know, Ed always calls him out for that. Right. <laughs> Didn't you notice that before? Didn't she know that before? I guess, I really think that she was forcing it. And yes. that he, something must have happened once they got married. I think that he never got over the trust issues he had with her. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I do agree with you in that. I don't think he ever got over that. But I also think she really tried. I do believe she tried to make him get over it and show him I'm here with you. And how many times this girl, I mean, last episode as well, she sat down and was so, you know, honest with him and said, I know you don't agree. I don't want us to disagree. What do you want us to do? Give me another choice. Let's decide. And he's just sitting there like, I don't know. I don't know. I want a truck. I don't know. I want a truck. Like, not even trying. This is not the Corey I was used to seeing before. So I, it's just a sad episode to see how it all went down. Because I was waiting for that. You're right. It was kind of like, when is it coming? They're, they're doing so good together. When is it coming? Yeah. And it's like... I'm so surprised that he he stood so like strongly on this issue of not wanting to move into the trailer and wanting the truck. And I do think it's selfish. And I'm surprised because he's normally not selfish at all. I would never, ever mm. characterize Corey as being selfish. And so I don't think it's a matter of chalking up to it, oh, to him being selfish and him not caring about the girls. I don't think it's that. I think it's that he doesn't trust done. Leah and it's not working. I, right. I don't think it's because he's being selfish. Yeah, I don't either. I think he was definitely over with the relationship and he was just ashamed to say it. It's kind of like he can't face it himself either. Um, and you see, you, you saw when she's calling her mom, he's playing with his wedding band. He takes off his wedding band. He took off his wedding band and it's playing with it. It's kind of like he's sitting there like, can I do this? Can I continue this marriage or am I done? It's like he couldn't face it himself. And I'm sure part of him was like, you're done, you're done. But there was a little part of him that really wanted to stay. You see, I, as soon as I saw him take off the wedding band, I was like, this is it. He's done. He's like, it was like he's questioning himself as she's on the phone calling her mom, telling her, okay, I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Well, we'll get into it in predictions, but it seems like he was the one who initiated it right. and that he was the one who was done mm -hmm. first. So we'll get into it. But um, I saved Chelsea for last just because it was the most boring storyline <laughs> again. I will say for once, yes. I applaud her. Yes. I applaud her for doing this charity because she's putting a spotlight on March of Dimes and she's a public figure 
And by having it on the show, she's promoting it. She's raising awareness. You know, a lot of the reality shows I host, this happens. Like the Kardashians will do something for charity on the show, and that gets a name out. Or Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they'll promote some charity. And so I haven't really seen this on Teen Mom. And so I have to applaud Chelsea for being the first one to be a public figure, get the name of an organization out. Because like she said, she tweeted it. She wrote on her Facebook about it. And Mm -hmm. if all her millions of fans now know a little bit more about March of Dimes or even donated to March of Dimes because she promoted it, then that is a good thing. So I'm glad to say and to see that she is using her platform in a beneficial way. But other than that, I thought she was the same old, like, airheaded girl like oh i bought this new car with my dad's help like that was all of your dad like could not afford even a smidgen of that car from your tanning salon you know i wrote down saying i thought you were getting the job to help your dad with the rent so i guess that's out the window because now you have a new car (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was the whole point of you getting the job but you know aside from that i'm very happy for her in the sense that Gosh, we finally see her outside of her house. We're so used to seeing her on that couch, on that, you know, dining table, back to the couch, never any other place. And she's finally out. She says herself, yeah, I have friends now. Yeah, you finally have friends. I've never seen except for, you know, her ex-roommate. We've never seen Chelsea outside of her home. I'm happy that she's finally doing things for herself. And she even said it, you know, I'm so happy that I'm outside doing something else rather than just sitting there thinking about Adam. And how happy were you that Adam was not on this episode at all? Yeah, I will say about her having friends, is it not so sad that all her friends are all her mom, too, to the point where she's like, oh, you're smart, you use protection to the one friend who doesn't have a kid, and she's like, oh, we used to talk about parties, and now we talk about poop. Like, why are her and all of her friends pregnant? I I hope and think that once one gets pregnant, the others learn a lesson. Right, I saw that. I wasn't sure if these were high school friends or if these were co-workers and friends of co-workers, but that was funny. They're all leaving with their, you know, diaper bags and just with their child, and I was like, oh my God, everybody has a kid. I know, that was just, that was sad. And out of all four girls, I don't know the other ones have friends with kids to the level of of Chelsea. No, I don't think so. I don't think we've seen, um, no, because even her sister has a child. So it's like everyone around her. It's like an epidemic. It's like, maybe she goes, she doesn't, but did you ever hear about it? I think it was in Massachusetts, this one high school where all these sophomores made a pregnancy pact and they all got pregnant. Yes, yes, I heard about that, yes. Is something like that going on where she lives? Because that's, like, insane. (laughs) Because she's part of Teen Mom, so they all want to be on Teen Mom. Yeah, maybe it's that. I'd hope not. But I will say one more thing, and I, I know that we're all applauding her for having the energy to get out of the house and do her job and promote a charity. I will say this, though. How many times this season have we heard her say, oh, well, now that I'm not with Adam or now I'm over Adam this week, I'm focusing on my GED. I'm focusing on getting my GED. I feel like every single episode starts with her saying, I'm focusing on getting my GED. Like, get it already. I know, for once. And, and again, way for predictions. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's go to a quick commercial break, and we'll come back to some news and gossip and predictions. 
After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds. Like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series. With over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? All right, so let's get into some news and gossip. Okay, first up on the Chelsea front, uh, Star Magazine came out with a story claiming that Chelsea is a pill popper and that she has been struggling with a prescription problem to Ambien and that she takes it with alcohol every night after Aubrey goes to sleep. Chelsea totally denied the story and tweeted, good thing outlets like Star Mag and Hollywood Life have quote-unquote accurate sources that tell them false stories about me. Nice research work. Um, that sounds like a total rumor to, to, to me, too. She does yeah. not seem like she has that problem. She doesn't seem... I mean, I don't even think I've ever seen her. Yeah, no. No, I think that's a rumor. Yeah. And uh, Kaylin also had to address some rumors this week. I guess she tweeted something like she wasn't feeling well, and so someone jumped to the conclusion that she's pregnant again, and she said, no, I'm not actually, and then confirmed that she is on birth control. She's on an IUD, and she said, I love my IUD. It's over 99% effective, and it's the only birth control that doesn't circulate your entire body to, to release the hormone. I haven't had any side effects with it. Which, now that I'm reading that story, first of all, I have to applaud her for promoting and getting the word out about birth control. I hope Chelsea's high school is listening. Yeah. <laughs> but um, just maybe I'm thinking about this because the whole Paula Dean thing. Mm-hmm. What if a teen mom ended up promoting, like, birth control or condom? <laughs> I thought that's what, um, um, the, what's the girl's name? Farah and the other one from our last season... I thought that's what they do. Did you bring condoms? <laughs> they promote. I thought they go I around. I never seen Sarah like in like a commercial for it though. You know, like oh, you mean like a commercial? Oh, that for, like Marina or something. Yeah. What if we saw one of them like in a commercial or a print ad? For I think it? you might just giving them an idea, Mari. That makes sense. I know. I, I hope I don't give them that idea. That would be <laughs> bad and get a lot of backlash. <laughs> but I don't know. We say learn their lesson. And I guess all the girls were just on rumor patrol this week. Leah had to clear up cheating rumors. I guess um, on Tuesday night after the show, a message was posted on Leah's official Facebook page. In the post, rumors about her infidelity to Corey during their marriage were addressed and debunked. The post said, quote, don't jump to conclusions. There's more to the story than what you guys see. Leah did not cheat while she was married. 
she was faithful during her marriage. Um, I yeah, I don't think she's the one who cheated. I don't no. think he cheated either. I think it was just he was distrustful of her and he gave up first. Well, there, there. Um, we we actually took this out during one of our gossips. Um, but they, he, there's pictures of a girl. He was actually exchanging um, Facebook messages with girls on Facebook, and his new girlfriend that he has, he currently has, he met her through the internet, um, and that's it was her that Leah found messages, and there was one girl that he was messaging back and forth more than in many others and that's why it also led to this her, Leah actually filing for divorce because it was her who filed for divorce um, but it's because of you know rumors that because of that and there are pictures of this girl and then again his now current girlfriend he met online as well well all, not that it's not cheating but talking and flirting online is not the same as a physical it's emotional no but it would make sense why he was so detached from his relationship with leah he already had something cooking on the side and was ready to just get out of the marriage and start doing his thing yeah and then as for janelle we, we all know all the trouble she has with her ex-roommate hannah inman who is the one who pressed charges on her for harassing and threatening her and then again for violating who's violating restraining order and then posting naked photos of her on her fan page. Now, one of Janelle's other ex-roommates, uh, Amber Lane, told Star Magazine, I've spent days crying over what Janelle posted about me online, calling me a mm-hmm. F-L-U-T and a W-H-O-R-E, and reading comments from her thousands of fans saying I should kill myself. Her bullying techniques are so harsh, it could eventually push someone over the edge to hurt themselves or commit suicide. Wow. Uh, those are pretty strong charges. Wow. But I know we've seen Janelle's behavior on the show and just on full display. Wow. And, and didn't she also post like naked pictures of this girl? She posted naked pictures yes. of Hannah on her fan site. Yeah. So now she's claiming her defenses that she didn't, but that one of the four other page administrators on the site did too. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, those are strong words. And I, I, I mean, for all we know, this person is feeling like that. It's not only Janelle. It's all of... I didn't even know Janelle had that many fans. <laughs> I know, but, but I, you could see how her saying um, something, like, about one person could then take her entire, like, army of right, fans to right. then act. So it's not just one person... No, I agree. It's all of her fans. So I can understand that. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. All right. So that's it for our news and gossip this week. Let's get into some predictions for next week. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right. Well, I just don't seem to be so good with these predictions. I guess (laughs) I don't pick up on these, like, fast. Case, and so I'm hoping that you have some more insight. The only thing I gathered about Kaylin is that Joe wants weekday visits with Isaac yes, now. Yes, and and we hear Jordan say, "I don't think that's a good idea." Um, and then we see Joe coming over, and you see them hugging. So I wonder if this is when she cheats on Jordan with Joe. I know that she cheats on Jordan because I remember seeing that in the preview, but is it with Joe for sure? Well, not for sure. That was part of our gossip, so we weren't sure. You know, it could be a rumor, but hey, the, you know, 
here predicting, I think that maybe either Jordan starts getting jealous because Joe's coming over and they're spending time. I didn't understand why they were even hugging. I don't think we've seen them hug in a while, not even when they drop off the baby. So um, I can't wait to, to see the next episode. I mean, now I do see that she definitely has that, like, flirtation and yes. jealousy and going on with him. I guess when she sees that he's moved on, that's when right. she, it sparks her interest. Right. So, again, that's why I was saying, you know, from what we saw in the previews, why are they hugging? Yeah. And now I, it'll be interesting to see Janelle next week because I know she did go to rehab, and it seems like she's freaking out about her violating her probation and having like struggling with the fact that she can't do drugs or drink or anything. And so she says to her lawyer, what can I do? And they talk about rehab. That's why I'm just curious what happens because she goes to rehab and then in the spring. Out. And so I don't know if filming ended and then she went to rehab or how that worked or maybe they tried to continue filming more and then put her in rehab or I don't, I'm curious to see how the timing of that worked. Like, did they make sure she had to finish the season and her contract first before she could go to rehab or just timed out that way? I don't know. Right. Right. And, um, do we know if she finished rehab? I thought she checked out halfway through. I thought she finished it, but I'll look into it for next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I will say is I'm glad at least that the probation but, uh, like did prompt her to rehab. It doesn't right. sound like she's sticking to it, but she needed she that. Tried. Yeah, she needed that. Yeah, yeah. And now in terms of Chelsea, Adam, I guess you got your one quick break from um, from him this episode, but he's back. And right. asking to spend a night with Aubrey. And I hope Chelsea stays strong with him, but it sounds like she'll probably just give in and fall in love with him again. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. And let's hope um, we get to see more of Leah and Corey in this next um, episode. Yeah, so um, it sounds like he's getting a lawyer because she says, all we hear, hear her say is she already has a lawyer. I don't know if it's a divorce lawyer or what's going on, but it right. seems like the end is coming to an end pretty fast. Yeah. Um, I do want to thank you for joining me on the show. Hopefully we'll have uh, Ed and Star back with us yes. next week. And thank you to our Twitter fans, Patty K, Stormy Woods, and Ammer, um, for sharing your opinions. And um, stay tuned, same time, same place, next week. Okay, bye. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. See you later. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.